Everybody knows that in 2020, community is one of the best ways to build defensibility within a startup. Unfortunately, there are still many tools that are needed to be used in order to run a successful community that's engaging, right? You want to have a newsletter for community? Great, it's Substack. You want to have a discussion board? Great, maybe it's Notion. You want to have events? It's Eventbrite. You want to have an actual software? Maybe it's Slack or Circle. But it wasn't until now that all of these tools and use cases are pulled into one tool. But today's sponsor for Forward Thinking Founders has done just that. Edition.so has taken all these parts of community building, put it under one platform, so you don't have to focus on community ops. All you have to focus on is community building. So if you are sick of stitching together all these different tools to build a community, but you want to have one, you want to have a thriving community for your startup, for your creator career, then give Edition.so a try. Right now, there is a waitlist to get in, but if you go to addition.so slash forward thinking, you'll be able to be bumped up to the top, give the platform a try, and use community to all the benefits that it has. So if you're sick of using 17 different tools to run your community, head to addition.so slash forward thinking and get started today. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Ron Miasnik and Rhea Ward, who are the co-founders of Adora. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good, good. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you for coming on. I'm really excited to learn more about what you're working on with Adora. Can, can one of you let me know, what is Adora? For people that haven't heard of it, what are you working on? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Adora is a personalized digital campus visit platform. So really our product helps universities engage their visitors in a compelling and personalized way, both on campus and virtually. So let's talk about, you know, if someone was to use Adora, um, what, what does that look like? So I guess is this kind of like, do, do you have campuses that like purchase Adora for like their campus to the students to use? Or can you kind of walk me through how it works, who uses it, what happens when they use it, things like that? Yeah, of course. So you're totally right. Universities will purchase the platform for their campus. And then we kind of have two parts to the Adora platform. So the first is our mobile app, which is for visitors who are touring universities. And kind of to walk you through the experience of the mobile app, a visitor can choose to take a personalized tour. And they'll start by filling out a short questionnaire. And then Adora will generate a completely unique tour, custom tailored to their interests and their backgrounds. And getting into what that tour will look like, um, if you're on campus, the app features in-app navigation where we take you stop by stop, and an awesome augmented reality feature which allows you to discover and learn about campus around you just by holding up your phone. 
And then on or off campus at each stop, Adora again presents multimedia content that's tailored exactly to your interests. Um, and then the second part of our platform is our content management system, which faces our customers, universities. And here's where universities can create, manage, and edit all the content that appears in the app, however they want. And this is really great because universities can continue to add content or expand upon it um, as long as they're with us. I'd love to hear a little bit about why did you decide to start working on Adora? What's the origin of story for this company? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're actually students at Princeton. Uh, and a friend of mine visited Princeton a few years back and had a pretty crappy experience when he was there. Um, this guy was in high school, he was interested in physics, and he spent the whole day kind of doing Princeton's campus visit program. And by the end of the day, he hadn't yet heard the word physics once. Uh, and when I heard that experience, we, uh, our team reached out to Princeton admissions, and we learned a lot about the challenges in the college admission space. And uh, we really ended up, they ended up partnering with us, and we built the product side by side with them before they became our first customer. And we got really excited about the opportunity to, um, to get involved in this space. Um, and then when COVID hit, we realized that the platform we had already been building and had already built in partnership with Princeton became all the more urgent um, as universities were transitioning to virtual engagement and thinking about the future. Um, and I guess the kind of the rest is history. We started scaling and uh, that's where we are now. So if I was to use this product as like a visitor of, of, a, of a college, how, can you kind of walk me through my experience? Specifically, I'm curious about um, the augmented reality element, holding my phone up, looking at different things. One, can you give me a couple of examples of this? And two, how, how does this even work? Like you as the, the, the people building this product, how do you even do that? Um, do you have to go to the location and map some stuff out? Like, I'm curious just how this works because it sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, that's a great question. So I'll start with what it looks like for the user. Um, so exactly as I'm saying, once if you're walking around campus, say you're at Princeton, you can open up the Adora app and kind of scan around you and say, you know, we have a really beautiful building right up front, Nassau Hall. And if your camera catches a glimpse of that and you can just tap on it and we'll tell you about Nassau Hall. Um, and so kind of anywhere on campus, you can just explore and, and capture buildings around you. And you're, you asked a great question of how do we how do we do this on our end in Votation? And that's, again, where our content management system comes in. So universities themselves will tell us what buildings to include in this feature. Um, and then we actually don't have to go to campus at all and, and do all of that, that work. And how do you think about who to expand to? Is this one of these things where it's like a university like, hey, we want you, and then you, you, you go over there, do you pursue certain universities? How do you think about like getting this out into, uh, into the wild and into the world? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. And um, you know, earlier on when we started expanding uh, around COVID, uh, we had great timing uh, because pretty much every single university in the country was thinking about how do we do virtual engagement and on-campus COVID safe engagement in a good way. Um, so we had a pretty, um, a relatively easy time kind of finding customers. Princeton was really helpful in, um, in pushing out our name to some of their uh, peer institutions and, and on various listservs. We had a lot of, a lot of schools reach out and were, interested in partnering and, that, and were interested in partnering with us. And now we kind of have our round of early adopter customers launched and um, it's a very tight-knit tight community, the university space. And um, so they're very helpful in kind of making referrals to other schools and, um, and we're getting to know various folks in the space very well. Yeah, that's what's great about networks like that. Like when you get into, when you get into one, you you kind of have your one degree away from everyone else, which is, which has to be nice. Um, and so, 
what is the um, kind of an average day look like as you, and maybe you both can answer this if you want, if you're doing different things during the day, but like you're, it's pretty like, in my view, like slightly complex, lots of moving parts. I'm interested to know, like, what, what are you spending your time on during the day? What's, what's the day in the life of, of one of the co-founders of this product? Yeah, of course. I think you hit it spot on. Every day is crazy different. And then every few months, our roles are changing um, as we grow. But we spend our days pitching to new customers, doing user research for new features, determining our product strategy, iterating on the actual product, and also as we're growing, building a strong team culture. Um, So it really does change. But at the end of the day, our number one focus is balancing building for our early customers and setting up ourselves for our larger vision. And how do you balance? How do you balance the um, building for your customers and and the vision? Right, you probably had to get a lot of product uh, requests, feature requests. Build this, build that, build that, and you're probably just like, no, that's like not really what we want to do. You, you have your own vision. How do you how do you maintain focus as as a founding team uh, and making sure you find that balance between what you want to do but what the market wants and find, you know find that middle ground. I think that's a really great question and something that we're, we're, we're always learning. And I think the biggest thing for us is to have a clear roadmap, but know it's flexible. So always be in conversation with our customers and with our users as well and getting, listening to their input, but you know, being aware of where does it fit into our roadmap. So we're definitely listening to our early adopters a lot and taking in their feedback. Um, but you're right, it is it's definitely a balance. Um, Ron, anything you want to add to that? Yeah, yeah. And I think that um, at the end of the day, we're building for the customer, right? And we want our product and the things that we launch to be of highest value to the customer. So oftentimes, even when our customer asks, um, asks us for something, we can actually pretty easily justify, um, say, hey, actually, we're going to prioritize this other thing because, you know, we can explain to them that it's probably more important and more urgent for them. Um, so hopefully we can find some sort of synergy where, you know, we're all working towards the same vision and are all on the same page. Yeah, definitely. It, it, it it's very ideal when everyone's kind of headed in the same direction. Um, what have been some uh, things that you've, that you've learned since starting this, you know, you're, um, you're, you're almost, you're almost eating your own dog food here being students building for schools, et cetera. I'm curious, you've had to learn so much um, since starting. I'm curious, what, what have you learned since starting starting this company? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Um, I think the biggest thing is that students can do it that um, we've built a really powerful platform and we're really proud of it. We're, we're, our customers love it and are really excited about it. And so I think that's been really encouraging just to, to see that we can do it. But at the same time, there are a lot of different parts about it, running an entire business, building a team culture. Um, and then like you're saying, seeing admissions from uh, a very different angle and seeing how much, you know, like, especially with COVID, like there are really big challenges for universities of how do we, how do we reach prospective students? How do we tell them the information that they need to hear? Um, college is an important part of, of your life. Um, and so we're learning a lot about just kind of getting to know the admissions offices and not this, not these scary people who determine your future, but people who are really excited to welcome students to campus and, and to tell them about campus. Um, Ron, do you want to add on to that? Yeah, yeah. And I think the biggest thing kind of that I underestimated coming in was how much it takes a village to get something like this off the ground. Um, right. We need um, so many people. We, we can work really hard and do really well. But in order to be successful, we need so many people actively rooting for us. Uh, and that comes to, from our customers, to our advisors, to mentors, to even our friends and our families. And really everyone across the board needs to be kind of helping us push forward. 
and it's so important to kind of bring everyone into into our into our umbrella and say hey we're all building this together and make them feel like they're a part of it as well definitely and if you were to kind of look out you're you're you're, you're thinking you know what you're spending your day on what you're learning but if you were to zoom out you know 10,000 feet and look at what you're working on curious what direction are you going in and what's the big vision um, for, uh, for this company and uh, every day, what direction are you kind of growing to? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. And we, we think about that quite a bit. Um, I think I'll answer in the, in the short to medium term and then the long term. Um, you know, in the short to medium term, we really want to create a powerful platform for university visits, right? We want every student to be able to tell us about themselves and, uh, we'll be able to automatically generate the best college experience for them. Um, that whether that be kind of the specific tour at every given school or even what schools to tour and how to, how to uh, structure their college process. And alongside that, on the university end, we wanna be the go-to platform for universities as the best possible way to engage their prospective students uh, all throughout the admissions funnel on campus and virtually. And long-term, we're thinking even bigger. Uh, I think we've built a powerful platform for organizations to deliver a personalized and engaging experience for their visitors. So, you know, after expanding in the higher ed space, um, we plan to expand to other verticals as well. well, open up our product to museums, to cities, to national parks, even corporate campuses, any place that might want to offer tours and engage visitors either on-prem or virtually, I think could, Adora could be a great use for that. And to make that happen, you'll, you'll both need some help, right? Like you'll need customers, <laughs> employees, investors, maybe if you want to do that. Um, and luckily, everyone in that persona is listening to this podcast right now. So for my second and last question for you is how can the Forward Thinking Founders community help? Are you looking for customers, employees, investors, partnerships, schools? How can the listeners assist? Completely. We really appreciate that. So we're constantly looking to expand our reach to more schools. So if anyone listening is affiliated with a university or knows of someone in the admissions world, we would absolutely love to hear from you. And if someone wanted to um, reach out, they are aligned with what you are building and they want to learn more, well, how can someone get in touch? What's your URL? Are you on social media? Can they email, email one of you or both of you? How can people get in touch? Absolutely. Please don't hesitate to reach out. You can email us at hello at adoraexperiences.com. And then adoraexperiences.com is also our URL. And you can find us on LinkedIn as well. All right. Well, I appreciate you both so much for coming on to the podcast. Best of luck with Adora. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much, Matt. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there, you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising the early days how they got their customers we do these every single week with another you know really great founder that has been on the podcast additionally um, we have our pitch battles right so if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one -on -one with venture capitalists this is where to do it these are monthly pitch battles so if you don't get in the first time try again right the 
goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually one raise uh, get, get into the room with the VCs two raise capital three so you can get back to your company and building a great startup building a great business the last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents learn about what they're working on talk about social things anything you want this is a city for founders it is for investors it is for startup enthusiasts it's for anyone that loves startups so if you're interested in what I'm saying Go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.